guys, welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show, man. So grateful to be back. And as always, it is a marvelous, marvelous Friday. If you're listening to this on Friday, thank you so much. If you're listening to this on another day, thank you so much. If you're listening to this off my Patreon, early access episodes, which is $5 a month, thank you. Thank you so, so much. But today we're going to be talking about the last three in terms of these uh, performance habits before we get back into Stephen Covey. That's right, people. We've already gone over all the performance habits. And now there's just a lot of Q&As and a lot of different things that we need to bang out. And today, most specifically, we're going to talk about that number one thing, confidence, right? And practice number one is about developing competency. So I'm doing this closely in relations to, you know, a wonderful individual who I have just met from Indonesia. She's a wonderful young student. And she was talking about, uh, she was talking to me about, you know, making a podcast, but she's been, she was scared. And I was like, okay, she's scared of opinions. Okay, what exactly are you scared about? Oh, well, my friends, they say if I speak English or if I speak out or if I try speaking English, they make fun of me. Or if I try speaking my language, they say, you can't do this. And I'm like, see, that's normally people in the, the, the social group that you're around. Hate to put it this way, but they're trash. Because for everyone, to be honest with you, in anything I do, I always have the final say. No one really encourages me because they know I need no encouragement. But before, if I were to tell my mom and my brother back in 2009, hey, you know what? I'm deciding to, or I've decided to go to Australia. Do you know how diametrically opposed they would be to that idea? I wouldn't have gone to Australia. And I, if I wouldn't have gone to Australia, I wouldn't be doing this podcast today because it has been literally a chain reaction ever since 11 years ago to me getting to this point. So again, social groups, we're gonna, you're gonna have to refer back to you know the podcast I've done in the past, but today, what it comes down to is, I'm gonna give you this quote right here. While most people think of confidence as a general belief in oneself, the kind of confidence that is most tied to performance, improvement, comes from belief in one's abilities in a specific task. So you're planning on developing a podcast, right? Okay, this means that the more knowledge, skill, ability, or talent that is, competency, you have at that specific thing, that's how you're going to become more confident at it and perform well. Now, if you say, Arsenio, well, I don't have, you know, the knowledge, the skill, the ability, or the talent. Well, first and foremost, to be a podcaster, you don't need talent. To be a podcaster, you don't need ability. To be a podcaster, you don't need skill. To a certain extent, unless you're interviewing other people, then you need close listening skills. There are terrible podcast interviewees out there like Gary B. He is the worst podcast interviewee on the face of the planet. He does not listen to any of his guests because he is one of those people who wants to speak, 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 not looking at it as a negative aspect, but looking at it in terms of, nah, you shouldn't be interviewing because you want to be the talker right? But knowledge. Now, you have to figure out your topic. I'm going to be doing an IGTV in regards to this coming up. Or for those of you who are already listening to this, I probably already have done that IGTV. But knowledge, you got to figure out what you're going to do. So I have performance prompts here. There are five of them. Number one, the competences, knowledge, skills, abilities, or talents that I have worked on to cultivate in my life include so if you look at me, and again, looking at all those areas, anyone could start a podcast or any project right now. 
to be honest with you, I think I found out how people could find their passion. And first, they must initiate personal development. We're talking about going through all these books, the Napoleon Hill's Law of Success, Dale Carnegie's How to Stop Worrying and Start Living, How to Win and Influence People, uh, Stephen Covey's books, everything. Because through that, that's how I ended up developing my ESL podcast, which is now number one in the world. Why? Because I said, you know what, let me dive into personal development first. Because again, although I'm a teacher, am I passionate about teaching? No. I did. I do realize up to a certain extent at, or did realize up to a certain extent at the beginning of 2016 that the more skills I had, the more classes I get. I didn't know about developing my own online business until shit last year or maybe even this year during COVID when I, when I quit all these part-time jobs and said, I'm going to bet on me. And it was the best bet in the world that I had ever done. So again, what knowledge, skills, abilities, and talents do you have right now? Okay. What do you have right now? That next one, if you gave yourself credit for learning all of these specific things that you have just written down, how would you start to feel more of? What would you start to feel more of? So let me give you one thing that I've worked hard on. Back in 2002, I was a shy boy. I was shy. You know, there's a lot of labels out there. There's black, there's white, there's straight, there's gay, there's introvert, there's extrovert. Some people would say, oh my God, you can't include introvert and extrovert. They're, they're labels. They're called labels. Okay. So I believe that I was shy at one point. And guess who ended up making me realize to be more of myself? A guy by the name of Carlos. Since then, and about seven years later, when I was doing, uh, what is it, a part-time course at the college, my uh, professor pulled me aside. She said, you know, there's one thing I can't teach in this personality and what you have is going to take you everywhere. I didn't know what that meant. There was another girl by the name of Shayla early in 2006. She was like, hey, Arsini, I heard you singing under your voice in the dormitory when we were all in the, the dormitory singing. You can sing. You know, in 2013, like, or 2016, there was a, a, a immigrant who had immigrated to Croatia. I'm, I'm sorry, immigrated from Croatia to Australia a long time ago. She's like, man, I, I've known you for about one hour. You have a beautiful personality. How is that? How is that? Because I worked on it. I worked on it for a long time. So there was no such thing as shy, introvert. Extra. I, I don't believe in any of that garbage. You have a choice. You have a choice to be an introvert. Oh, I just am. No, you're just not. Because I'm not just black. Got it? So give yourself credit for the things that you've written down in that first question, the first performance prompt. Now going into number three, something you've learned to do in the past few years that you have not given yourself enough credit for. Let me give you an example. I've said this on a number of occasions. At the beginning of 20 or at the end of 2015, I had taken one of my students from the language center I was working at. And I was like, listen, I could teach you at my, uh, you know, I could teach you outside of here because I know they charge you an arm and leg and you could pay me directly. So she ended up paying me directly. It was a lump sum. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Now, again, I was already making good money at the time. But again, you know, looking at what was happening at the end of the year, which normally happens here in Thailand, you don't get many students. So during that time, the lady at the, you know, at the language center that I was teaching at, she said, hey, uh, Arsenio, um, 
Good. You know, I, I see that you're really good at conversation. Again, you know, given the fact that she labeled me as a black teacher and didn't want to put me on any special projects until she saw how great I was earlier that year and just gave me everything. She's like, can you create a conversation course? She said, we had one here before, but it failed. I said, yeah, I could do that. So I took one of the books and one of the books in the book was just terrible. And again, I didn't have much experience at the time, but I just knew off the top of my head how I could develop different skills and how I could increase the, you know, the spoken fluency within the classroom. So I came up with the syllabus. I only got paid 200 US dollars for that. It took me about an additional three to four years to realize why haven't I given myself enough credit for creating a course for a language center that has probably made anywhere between a quarter to half a million dollars. I only got 200 for that, but I didn't realize that I wasn't giving myself much credit and credibility for that. There was no Arsenio going home, looking in the mirror, said, holy shit, Arsenio, do you understand what you just did? Yeah, I created a course for this place. I created work for myself. Oh no, you created work for yourself at that specific place. Why aren't you creating work for yourself outside? I never ever question myself. Are you, are, are, are you one of those people who you're just not giving yourself enough credit for, for creating something? I remember I've come across some of the most amazing artists in the world. The most amazing artist. There was one girl uh, I taught. She was 13, 14 years old, a beautiful soul. She went to New Zealand and went there for school for about a year, two years. We lost touch after that. Uh, but she wanted to keep in touch. She's like, oh my God, you know, thank you so much. I said, okay, I said, okay. Now, what do you like to do? Oh, I love drawing. I said, okay, let me check. Boom. I said, oh my God. I looked at, the, at her drawing. I said, you need to display this work. How? Create an Instagram. We went through two hours worth of her creating the online presence. She got about 200 follows and people saying, can we present your work directly on our page? See, if she would have made a decision at that specific moment, realizing, oh my God, this, is, this could be a scalable business. This could be something that I could make money from. If she had taken that chance at that specific moment when the goddamn Instagram algorithms were on fire, she could have ended up working wonders, but she didn't. But it's okay. At some point in the next hopefully 20 years, she'll realize that. But looking back at you, again, is there something you're not giving yourself enough credit for? She didn't give herself credit for, you know, being a prolific artist. And she would have probably sorry ass teachers and mentors saying, oh, you're not that good. Oh, bullshit. Let the, let the market decide that. You see, now me, I let the market decide. You know, I had people, and just to, before I go into the next prompt, I've had people come to me, okay? And they said, you're not very good at this. I had a guy by the name of Peter, a very depressed teacher who ended up getting fired, as a matter of fact. He came to me, or he said in a note, and he put that note into my drawers saying, oh, why are you giving all the work to an inexperienced teacher by the name of AJ? And I was going to jump all over his ass, but they told me not to. What am I trying to prove to these old heads? A year later, I had this guy sitting right in front of me saying, I don't think you're good enough at teaching this. But yet, I literally just taught 10 Filipino nurses into accreditation, into getting their immigration visas so they could work as nurses and scientists in America. Hmm, that's kind of weird. I'm... Oh, you're not good enough. Although my podcasts have literally gotten all of my students that I didn't even do one-on-one -on -one coaching with, they've gotten 102 to 110 in TOEFL IBT without even my coaching. 
guys, that's how great I am at this. All humble aside, I know my capabilities, but I didn't know it at the time. I wasn't giving myself credit at the time when, you know, one of my students about four years ago, she's like, oh my God, I got a 6.5 in speaking. I didn't know what that meant. But in just the X amount of hours, you know, teaching her, I did a phenomenal job. And she complained to the other teacher saying, I didn't get this score because of him. But what I gave to her, she did a phenomenal job. So guys, I'm just telling you, man, this is what I've become. And so again, going back to you, think about it. Your next prompt. You feel that you can handle a big challenge in your life right now because you are good at learning how to what? Perhaps adaptability, right? So again, this is gonna be a big challenge. Are you willing? Are you willing to literally put yourself out there to be ridiculed and for people to say blah, 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 blah about you? Are you willing? Now, looking at the fact that you are in Indonesia, I believe that you guys have anywhere between 400 to 600 million pairs of ears out there. We're talking people, one of the most populous countries in the world. You're going to be doing this in Bahasa. You're not going to be doing it in English, so you're going to be restricted to Indonesia. Are they going to, you've got to be ready for the noise. You've got to be ready for it. But what are you good at learning how to do? It could be adaptability. It could be shutting out the noise, you know, because your followers, your sheep, your herd, you will create your herd. It's kind of like the, 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 the crazies out there, the, 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 oh my God, what do you call those? The religious crazy, the religious fanatics. Um, they would be out there uh, on beaches preaching, preaching the name of the Lord, you know, and just literally just upsetting everyone on the goddamn beach. But again, don't be that type of person. That would be horrible. Uh, but I'm telling you guys from like, okay, when I first started my podcast, I didn't have any years. I think the first play I ever got was from Menlo Park, California, which is just outside of Stanford University. So I was in a more of a, oh my God, what's the word? I just lost the word. It was in a more of a upscale neighborhood, right? And I was so excited. I said, man, I got one year. Next thing you know, I had another friend from uh, Depensa Valley. I'm like, oh my God, I got another year. And so these things continued to develop. I didn't have thousands, tens of thousands of years at the, be at, at the beginning. And hell, the play count, is con it continues to rise. I got 189 countries now. I got Sierra Leone and Equatorial Guinea. But at the beginning, I had no one. So you need to make a decision. When you start this and the challenge comes, are you gonna fall? Your goal, you can't force love, but again, I didn't love doing podcasts at the beginning. I used to look at it more of a push rather than something I truly and like absolutely enjoyed. You know, I used to say, oh, I don't want to do a podcast today. I would skip a day, skip two days, skip three days. You know, just uh, I think at the beginning of the last year, I met up with the CEO of the gym I used to go to, who is now just like, he just sucks. Uh, but it, you know, at business and everything, he, like, it's funny how he's trying to be a coach and everything, but he's just not very good at business in general. Uh, but anyways, uh, or it just helping like his, oh, it's just a shame. But yeah, when it came to him, he sat me down. He's like, Arsenio, how about your schedule, your discipline? And he, I was like, man, I really want to create this Udemy course. He's like, how would you feel if you don't create it? And then he kind of like NLP styled his way into it, but I never really found the root cause. 
And it was always like, you know what? I'm going to come home and I'm going to make all these videos in bulk. But it was very hard for me to do because why? I was unfamiliar with making videos and being on video that much. But now, you know, if you say, Arsenio, can you bang out two, three hours worth of podcasts doing a bunch of podcasts? Hell yeah, it's easy. Why? Because I've developed a significant amount of discipline now. So that thing that used to be difficult before is no longer difficult. Yeah, there are times that I'm like, man, I really just don't want to do a video today. I'll just do one tomorrow. You know, but again, that voice is the bad voice. And I have to make sure that I always just say, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do what, as I say, and that is it. So again, what are you good at learning at? That's going to help you when you face a big challenge. And this last one, a practice you'll begin doing every week to help you start feeling more confident is a practice you'll start doing every week to help you feel more confident. You know, I would put myself in uncomfortable situations. And, you know, uh, uh, uncomfortable situations are situations that I would have, like, you know, uh, bodily reactions to. So every time, you know, like, this is one of the inner demons I have been been battling for such a long time, Thai women and white men, every time I see, or every time I had seen both of them together, I would say, oh, you know what, easy. It's a white guy in Thailand, easy, easy for him. And that's my way of always like giving myself that reaffirming. Uh, I reaffirm my addiction to that suffering, reaffirm my addiction to just saying, yeah, easy for him. We know who cares. But now when I see it, it's just like a black dwarf, a black dwarf, meaning what a star, the four stages of a star goes through. It goes from a yellow giant to the red giant into a white dwarf and then a black dwarf. There's nothing. It's lifeless. There's nothing that comes from me when that happens or when I see that. You see, so I began feeling more confident because now I could control my thoughts. And then, you know, when I started building, okay, confidence, okay, Arsenio, uh, you know, I had to do uh, the bang pattern is what Mira Butler had talked about and put me through. And, you know, I had this very destroyed image of me back in 2016, me being on a sky train, you know, with one leg crossed over the other, looking out the window, gave, gazing out the window with all these white ads everywhere and just feeling even more down upon myself. And she said, I want you to recreate an image into the image you want Arsenio to be. And so I recreated that whole image. And we went through that bang pattern and she talked straight into my subconscious mind. And guess what? Over the last seven months, I now see my body in the best shape ever, looking exactly how I've always wanted it to. I recreated everything. Now I gained even more confidence. You know, I put myself in a real uncomfortable uh, position. Uh, probably about a couple of months ago, I went to a gym's open house. And, you know, right when I walked in, I was like, there's a whole bunch of people talking to each other. There's some, uh, okay, I know him, I know her, I know him, I know her. And then I just put myself in there and I knew, oh my God, them, those Thai women, they were phenomenally beautiful, beyond belief. I put myself in that position. Even when I did the little challenge, I saw all eyes were looking at me. Did I give a damn? Hell no, nah. because Arsenio's Arsenio. The thing is, if they're thinking about me or they're thinking, oh, that's, that's their own thoughts. That has nothing to do with me. See what I mean? So what is one, that's one thing you're going to have to do when you start a podcast or start anything in life. Know that when someone's trying to point something out, know that that's their opinion. I'm very fortunate that I get no one. And I'm, ve- I'm very lucky to be in a market where there are no people who say, oh, well, you're not very good at this or you're not good at that. I'm extremely lucky because I'm in the English language learning department. 
So the only other people who are actually creating a brand online, these are the ones that who have always who've already have who have already had established brands. So again, I have all the confidence in the world because I've proven the results. So you're going to have to check out your four cores of credibility. That's right. I'm going to have to write that up. I'm going to have to figure, you know, hurry up and send that to you so you can start establishing it. So with that being said, guys, that's a fiery podcast for you. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you like it. Make sure you share it. Make sure you leave me a rating on the Apple Podcast Store. And I'll be back for some more coming up on Monday. I'm your host as always, over and out.